You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. But, but God had a plan. And so if you see in verse 20, some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. Now, Cyprus, you know, it's the little island right out in the Mediterranean. Um, Cyrene is present-day Libya, and actually it's near Benghazi. It's a place that we're all more familiar with. And so from North Africa and Libya and from Cyprus, this island in the middle of the Mediterranean, other followers of Jesus also head to Antioch, and they're not just going to tell Jewish people about this new story of resurrection. They're going to tell the Greeks in Antioch about the story of resurrection as well. So we've got these leaders, Barnabas, who was also a Cypriot. He was sent from Jerusalem to check out the Antioch revival. He said, something amazing's happening here. So he goes to Tarsus to find Saul. Remember, he's gotten saved and become a leader of influence in the church. He brings Saul back to Antioch and Barnabas and Saul, it says, stay there for quite a long time, building up this church. But we also have in the story, Simeon called Niger, which is a, a, a reference to this person's appearance. It means that Simeon was a dark-skinned leader of this house. And so immediately we have diversity in the first place where Christians were ever called Christians who are sending out other believers on the first missions that have happened in our story. There's Lucius of Cyrene, there's Menaean who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. So we've got all kinds of ethnicities, people from all different backgrounds, all leading in this church, fasting and praying and asking God for his, his, his leadership and then sensing we should send out Barnabas and Saul. And this Menaean guy, you're like, well, what does this mean? He had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch. Well, Herod was running the municipality of Judea on behalf of Rome in this season. In fact, he was a, one of the greatest opposers of the story of resurrection. So much so that in the chapter before that we just kind of skipped over chapter 12, he killed James, one of the early followers of Jesus, had him put to death. And the, the Jewish people loved it so much, he said, I can win favor with the people in my area if I keep killing these Christians. So he set out to kill Peter, had him arrested, put in jail, four groups of four guards in jail with Peter, and his plan was to take him out too. But in the night, an angel came and woke Peter up. And when he woke him up, he realized he wasn't chained to the two guards anymore. Said, hey, get up, get your clothes and your shoes on and follow me. So he goes, okay, just think, if you're in jail, chained to some guys and an angel comes and wakes you up and they don't wake up, but you are awake and says, put your clothes and your shoes on, put your clothes and your shoes on and follow that angel. So he follows them out past all four layers of the guard. None of them see him. No one wakes up. They walk out of the prison. They walked into the city. A gate opens miraculously before them. They walk now into the streets and the angel disappears and Peter's there. And he's like, wow, wow, this is crazy. He goes to the house where the believers are gathered 
gathered, the believers who were praying for him that God would give him grace in the prison. And he knocks on the door and a girl comes to the door and, and he says, it's me, it's Peter, open the door. And she goes, oh, I know, I can tell it's your voice, Peter. And she freaks out and doesn't open the door. She runs back to the people and says, you're not gonna believe it, Peter's at the door. And they say, it can't be Peter, he's in the jail with four groups of four people guarding him, we heard. So must be his angel maybe. And um, isn't that weird? We're praying and we're asking God for a miracle and the miracle's at the door, but we don't believe the miracle's at the door because the miracle can't be at the door. But finally they go and open the door and it's Peter and they're like, no way. But at the next morning, Herod's not happy and he searches the entire city. So Peter being led by God kind of slips out of the city in the night. That Herod somehow had a, either a stepbrother or a super close friend who had heard the gospel. And now he was a leader of the church in Antioch. So we've got Libyans, Cypriots. We've got someone who was close to the guy that's trying to shut this whole thing down. We have leaders now who are sending out Barnabas and Saul. And we see the first thing that God wants us to understand today, a global story is unfolding. We understand now, right in this text, that this gospel we're talking about, resurrection that we're talking about, does not belong to the Romans, it doesn't belong to the Greeks, and it doesn't belong to the Jews. It doesn't belong to Bethlehem, even though that's the place where Jesus was born. And this gospel doesn't belong to Jerusalem, even though that's the place Jesus gave his life for our sins and was raised from the dead. This gospel is a global story. It is not a Western story and it is not a Middle Eastern story. It's a global story. This gospel doesn't belong to Americans and it doesn't belong to Africans. It doesn't belong to light-skinned people and it doesn't belong to dark-skinned people. This is a global story that we are a part of today. It doesn't belong to the upper class and it doesn't belong to the underclass. It doesn't belong to Tokyo any more than it belongs to Togo. This is a global story. This gospel that we're proclaiming today belongs to God and it is the good news message for every nation, every tribe, every people, and every language. That's why when the angel appeared at the birth of Jesus, he said, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today, in the city of David, a savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.